Hi, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of It's Not Easy. I'm Joanna. And I'm Marissa. And today we are reporting live from Marissa's car. Yes. Um, sometimes we're just struggling for recording time because, as we will get into, we're busy. We're busy gals. Um, I'm sure all of you already know this because we talk about it all the time. But um, we're a little busy, but we're making it work. We're in the parking lot of the dance studio getting the episode in before we have like three hours of rehearsals but it's gonna be great and we're here for you right now um so today we are going to just kind of discuss like our biggest tip for like finding happiness in your 20s especially like really in that post-grad stage of life but kind of whenever but I think it mostly applies to like a post-grad person um and kind of just like if you're searching for happiness like here's our best tip yeah yeah and I guess like to really frame it up our tip is, is like, you need to go back to what you loved as a child. Um, it could be anything. It could be like a hobby, an activity, a craft. Like there's literally so many ways you can take this. And I think for us, it just kind of comes through in dance and teaching. But the main thing is like, like think back to the thing that you loved doing as a child or in your teen years at any point in your childhood that made you super happy, but maybe you got away from it, didn't have an opportunity to do it at some point. Maybe it was in college. Um, Stop doing it at some point because of what other people thought about it. Like there could be a variety of things and for a variety of reasons that you don't do it anymore, but we're here to tell you that you should go back to it and that's going to be how you find your happiness in your 20s. Yeah. I couldn't have said it better myself. Um, Yeah, and I think I agree. Like, for both of us, I feel like the biggest piece of that is dance and teaching. Mm -hmm. And I think the thing for me that, like, obviously I love, like, dancing and performing still, but what I love so much about teaching is that I'm, like, seeing these kids progress at the age that I also loved dance. I know. And so it's just, like, really fun to be a part of their dance journey, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, So I think that's something that like specifically for me like I love teaching for that reason and Mm -hmm. I love teaching adults too but like teaching like the teenagers or even like the you know late elementary and middle schoolers is so fun because Mm -hmm. they are like really figuring out their passion for dance and like I know you just see so much improvement like constantly Mm -hmm. you know and it's just really rewarding totally um I completely agree and I think I think it's also really fun especially with like the teenagers that we teach um just seeing you know, the things that they're going through, even just throughout a class, it's like you see a range of emotions or you see like something really click or you work with somebody in a private lesson and really see them, you know, take something in and, um, like you, I don't know. It's just, it's cool because though I feel like I'm 25 now and I feel old and I was like 18, seven years ago, I'm also like, I remember being them. Like Mm -hmm. I remember the busy dance schedule, like balancing school, going straight to the studio being there all night but like that's what I wanted yeah um and I think that's why post-grad when I mean a little bit of it was you know the pandemic and you know time constraint not time constraints like not being able to really go do anything and a little bit of it being like I just kind of thought that there wasn't opportunity for me to continue dancing or teaching I never thought I would teach dance ever in my life um but you know, I was miserable. Like, and I think again, some of it was just the pandemic of it all. And like, Mm -hmm. that's, you know, that, that touches a lot more aspects of life, but I was so bored. I was so unhappy. Like, I just felt like there was nothing like fulfilling me. And I kept trying to think like, Oh, like, let me, you know, do this workout program on this app or whatever. And I was like, okay, great. Like it's getting me like some physical movement and an activity, but it's still not fulfilling me. And I like, 
I have learned from stopping dancing at a point. Like, I probably didn't dance for, like, a year and a half Mm -hmm. um, between college and kind of taking classes again. And it was probably, like, two years before I was, like, fully dancing, like, constantly again, at least, like, weekly. Mm -hmm. Um, So, like, a year and a half to a two-year break. And I found during that time that I am really restless. And it's very specific things that can break me out of that feeling. Um, and for me, it's just, I've learned that it's dance. Like I love going to hot yoga. It's not going to break me out of that when Mm -hmm. I'm feeling like antsy. Like I, I have to dance. I have to teach dance. I have to choreograph. I have to listen to music and think through choreo ideas. I'll literally never use in my life, but like, that's what my brain and my body craves. And I just like, I realize that I can't get away from it and that's Mm -hmm. not a bad thing. No. Yeah. I think it is a unique thing too, that we have a space and the ability to do both sides of it. It's Mm -hmm. like we can both take class and, Mm -hmm. you know, perform. And then we can also teach and like exercise that part of things. And I think like graduating college for me, I, I didn't feel quite done. Like Mm -hmm. I didn't know how I was going to continue to dance. Like I hadn't fully researched it, but I remember my dance advisor and our dance advisor yeah. in college, like right before graduating, which it was still kind of like weird mm-hmm. COVID. It totally was. Yeah. yeah. And like, it wasn't 2020, it was 21, but it was still very much like there was not a lot happening in the arts mm-hmm. community. Um, and I remember telling her, I was just like, yeah, I'm not really sure like how I'm going to be able to dance after school. So I want to like maximize like dancing this last mm-hmm. semester. And I like got myself in like a million dances because I thought it like it might be it, you know? Yeah. And she was like, well, if you don't find something in Columbus, like, why don't you just create something? And that was, mm-hmm. like, really, like, when it first sparked, like, oh, dang, like, yeah, we actually, like, could create something and create a space. And so, you know, it took, like, a year after that to, mm-hmm. like, really um, get something underway um, for a lot of different reasons. But I, you know, was able to, like, find a space prior to that. Mm-hmm. Um And I didn't originally think I was going to. So it's really cool that I did. And like the teaching piece of it, I think I always knew I wanted to teach. Like Mm -hmm. I've always really loved choreography, like especially in college, like I loved that. And so I was like, wow, I would really love to like help with like a comp program. Like that would be like a dream, you know, but I didn't Mm -hmm. really know like how or where or when I was going to be able to do that. Cause I was like, oh, I work a full-time job. Like how do you have time to do both? And Mm -hmm. it's like, you suddenly figure out a way to do both. So Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I really echo a lot of that, and, you know, I I honestly have you to thank for kind of inspiring me to start coming to classes again, because I remember we hung out one time, and I had made the epiphany or, like, had the realization at some point that I was, like, I think that I need to, like, find somewhere I can, like, go take a drop-in class, Mm -hmm. Um, and Alex, you know, was, uh, he had said the same thing, he was, like, I think you need to go to a dance class, and I was, like, you're right, but I don't want to hear it from, you know, it's yeah. like when, when people yeah. tell you what you already know, but you're like not ready to you know action it. I was like, yeah, I know. And so I had like found, you know, artisan where we're at now and we take class and teach and all the things that's where our company is housed. And it's like become our home, I feel like. And you had told me that you had taken some classes there and I was like, oh my God, like I mm-hmm. like found that place and was like considering maybe going to a class. And then I was like, well, I don't want to like steal your thing. And you're like, literally shut up. I like, know. I was come like, come to class with me. I know. I was like, it literally could be our thing though. <laughs> I know. And I don't know why I was like so weird about it, but like, you're the one who was like, no, you should come. And like, it's just blossomed in it so quickly, honestly, into mm-hmm. something I didn't know I needed, mm-hmm. but I did. Yeah. I truly, like, I think about it all the time, and I'm like, what would I do mm-hmm. after work every day if I didn't come to the studio most days? I would be so bored. I'd be so bored, and, like, I truly feel 
been I've always been like this ever mm-hmm. since I was a kid like as a kid I was obviously going to school I was a competitive yeah. dancer and a competitive gymnast and like did things like intermixed like I cheered and mm-hmm. I was just always a super busy kid Same. and so I think that ingrained in me at, at, a young, at a young age that I like always wanted to be mm-hmm. busy and then I found that in college too where mm-hmm. I like was constantly you know doing things and so I think I'm just like used to that mentality and I think it helps me like excel in all areas yeah. of my life when I am busy totally um, because I think if I only was going to work nine to five Monday through Friday and then like hanging out with my friends on the weekend although that would be fun and fine mm-hmm. like I don't think I would be as like good at my job if I yeah. wasn't like exercising my brain in other areas mm-hmm. you know what I mean yeah and I get it I think it I think we need to start applying like the same logic we have for children to adults because mm-hmm. it's like it's really not different like you go to school for eight hours a day ish you work for eight hours a day ish like if you have a regular like kind of nine to five schedule but either way like you're working a set amount of hours a week Mm -hmm. it's kind of the same as what you would do in school and I feel like people are always saying like oh you got to keep kids busy or they'll get into trouble not that I like that applies to me necessarily or like most adults but it's like if I don't have things to do I have nothing to do yeah like that's obvious logic but I feel like so often we just go to work and then we do nothing mm-hmm. or maybe you go to the gym like I don't know people like fill their schedules but like if I wasn't here teaching dancing exercising that creative part of my brain moving my body in ways that are just like I don't know healing like they literally help me so much yeah mentally physically all of the things but without that like I literally would just sit at home oh same which is fine. Like, I like having a day off here and there, but sometimes there will be, like, a two-week stretch of time where I'm, like, I have literally not had free time at all. Mm-hmm. And then I'll have a day off, and I'll just be sitting at home by myself, and I'm, like, I need something to do. Yeah. Like, I finally get that time where I'll, like, make myself take a nap, which I love. I love napping. Don't get me wrong. Or I'll, like, read my book on the couch for an hour, and I'm just, like, okay, I'm done. Like, I've I've done my relaxing. I'm ready to go. Like, mm-hmm. what is there to do now? Yeah. So. Yeah, no, I totally feel that. I I definitely wasn't quite as busy, like, right after graduating in college because I was, like, just starting my full-time gig. And mm-hmm. I think I kept myself pretty busy throughout the summer because I was, yeah. like, going to see friends and, like, doing things on the weekends. But then it hit the fall. And I was like, okay, I'm going to, like, a dance class a week. Mm-hmm. And then, like, you know, I started like doing I was also working retail and so Mm -hmm. then I like got busy with that but I was like I don't want to only be busy with work and I know teaching is technically work it doesn't feel it does not feel like it because I literally love it so much yeah and so it's like sure it is working but like it doesn't feel like I'm working no it's it's not it's just like a commitment I need to be at the same way as work but I'm like no that's I just love it yeah I literally love it I wouldn't do it if I didn't love it Mm -hmm. you know it's like not one of those things where like obviously working a full-time job that's like more necessary because that's your income whereas like for me teaching is just something that I truly enjoy and then Mm -hmm. it also is technically a job so it is very much a job um Mm -hmm. but yeah so I don't know I I'm very glad that I have like a more regulated schedule with a lot of dance and stuff now because I don't think I'd be nearly as happy if I didn't yeah and I completely agree and I I know that I wouldn't be because I've lived it I think you found dance a lot quicker post-grad than I did so that entire year like you were in your senior year and I was graduated like I didn't dance and Mm -hmm. I was I was literally miserable like yeah like we all know and uh, again a lot of it was just like the time of life that it was and just everything else going on it was like such a macro and macro impact but um I was not happy like Like, I was, I was happy, healthy in the ways that matter, but, like, I wasn't fulfilled 
and like day to day like I was constantly super anxious like my mental health was just not good like I don't know there were just like a lot of issues that I'm not experiencing as severely or at all right now that I'm like there was like a a drastic shift when I started going to dance again yeah um it also just like helps that the place that we found Mm -hmm. has such a space for adults like I know it's It's rare it's so rare and it's it doesn't feel like an afterthought you know what I mean like they're very intentional yes there are some studios that like maybe will offer an adult class (laughs) but it's not like their main thing and so it doesn't feel as intentional and like it's not as much of a community as Mm -hmm. a result of that but it's like such a community here Mm -hmm. like I've met friends through dance that I like never would have met had I not been going to classes and done company and like yeah all of that there's people that I'm like oh I literally love this person and I consider them a friend I would never know them if not for being here yeah and it's like I feel like we've both met so many people through adult classes and even just like acquaintances like I feel like I have so many friendly faces that if I Mm -hmm. ever saw them outside of the studio I'd be like oh my god hi how are you even if they're not like at my birthday party like it's just it's so many nice people who share a love for dance and I feel like it's a rare, like, safe space in the dance community because that can be kind of hard to find, too. Mm-hmm. Just dance can be really negative for a lot of people. Um, I know for a fact, like, us included, there are a lot of people that come to adult classes here who had, like, really negative childhood dance experiences. It's very common. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's, like, very healing, too. And I think that's why, like, coming back to something you loved as a child but for whatever reason stopped doing... Like, give it another shot and see if you can, like, A, heal that relationship with your past, and B, like, let it be an incredibly positive, impactful factor on your current life. I don't know. Yeah. I, like, talk to people, too, that I know that danced for a really long time Mm -hmm. as kids and, like, even through college and aren't doing it as consistently now like post-grad and they like always talk about how they want to find that space yeah and like and I know in some areas it's a lot harder to find Mm -hmm. and so I totally get that like we're really fortunate where we're at that we do have a great program and we're not New York City so it's hard to find outside of big places like that and I get that for sure but it's like I just really encourage people to at least go try it and like it's funny and like I don't want this to come across the wrong way but like Mm -hmm. I was never I never felt intimidated to go to my first class. Yeah. Um, And I think it is because I went immediately from college into taking classes that I was like, oh, I've been dancing, like, you know, forever. And so it's like, it's fine. But some people are like, oh, like, I don't know. I'm feeling nervous. Like, should Mm -hmm. I go to this class? Should I not go to it? And I'm like, just give it a go. Like, And it helps that the environment here is great and Mm -hmm. that, like, you could show up to any class and feel welcome. Yeah. Um, But it is, like, interesting hearing people be like, oh, like, I don't know. I'm nervous. Like, I had somebody texting me for, like, months, Mm -hmm. like, wanting to come take a class and, like, asking if they should come take a class. And then they finally did and they loved it. Yeah. And so it's like, yeah, it's like they needed to, like, work up to it and, Mm -hmm. like... I'm fortunate that I guess I never had that, like, reservation of being, like, nervous to go to a class. Um, But it is just, like, interesting. But I just encourage it. It's, like, at the end of the day, Mm -hmm. it's an hour, and, like, it could really be something that's beneficial to you, so you might as well, like, go give it a shot. Yeah, and I feel like if you are somebody who, you know, is nervous about new places, like, I feel like I'm kind of that way. Like, I just don't do well with places I've never been before. I'm like, well, what do I do when I walk in? It's, like, it's never a big deal. I Like, Mm -hmm. I'm constantly getting over this, like go to the freaking coffee shop it's like no one's you know what to do and yeah. in public like I just have like a block with that so I think if there is something you're nervous to do for whatever reason but you want to it's like find a friend like mm-hmm. you know even if it is for example dance and your friend has never danced before go to a beginner class feel it out get comfortable with the studio and be like okay I know what level 
I need to do now. We have a train that is just I know, rolling like, by. We pause. We can pause for a yeah. second. I can cut it. So anyway, um. <laughs> It's always um, funny to, like, jump back in. I know. I'm like, <laughs> okay, back to my podcast voice. No, but I just feel like bring a friend with you, even if it's not, like, something in their comfort zone. If you say, like, this is really important to me and I just, like, need a friend, like, I need somebody to support me, like, I'm sure they would be more than happy to. Um, and this could apply to anything, but I think some of the reservation I had, too, was just, like, not understanding, like, the vibe. Like, mm-hmm. not that I was, like, scared to dance, because I was like, I know I haven't, like, lost the ability by any means, but... I feel like I just had, like, a lot of, like, insecurities around dance, like, growing up in general, but especially in college, I think it kind of got worse just with, like, the environment of the group that we were in, um, and I think it just, like, impacted me in a way where I, like, wasn't really motivated to, like, push myself because I just felt like I wasn't in, like, a safe space to do so, and, like, that kind of sucks to reflect back on and think that, but, like, that that just was true for me. It's very accurate, I think, for a lot of people that dance yeah. with us in college. Like, I felt the exact same way. Yeah, like, and it, it sounds so stupid because, like, in hindsight, I'm like, that's so dumb, like... But at the time, I, I kind of, like, understand the thinking. I literally just thought, like, there's no point in me, like, trying to get better or, like, really working my ass off because I feel like I'll just look stupid or people will... You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, it was just, like, the environment we were in was, like, not healthy for me necessarily. Um, so I feel like I was just kind of, like, nervous coming back. I was like, well, what if I'm, like, the worst person in there and, like, all this stuff? And, like, I, I just don't think that anyone cares. Like, I no. went in that class and I, like, literally didn't think about anybody else like I was just having fun yeah and I think that that's been a huge like healing thing for me just having a safe space to dance in where I can just dance and if I like mess up a combo I don't care Mm -hmm. I just keep going and like kind of laugh it off whereas like I think previously that would have just been like oh no I look so stupid like no I get that and it's like a shame because I encourage like especially like coming from Mm -hmm. a teacher perspective both for adults and from I almost called them my kids. The you, You know, like the kids. <laughs> um, I would rather you go 110% and try something new in the studio. Yeah. Because that's the place to do it. It's mm-hmm. the time to do it. And, like, you will never look stupid. Never. But it's, like, it's hard to get out of that mentality when you're totally. in it. Totally. And I was in it, too, in college because I just didn't feel comfortable around mm-hmm. a lot of the people that we like danced with yeah um and now it's like I go into class and I literally don't give a shit what anybody thinks I know you know because it's like it's about it's about me like a like having the opportunity to dance me having the opportunity to get better and like it doesn't matter like if somebody thinks Mm -hmm. what I'm doing looks stupid and nobody thinks that because everybody else there is doing the exact same thing I know and like I think about it for me too of like when I'm watching other people dance in class, like, when we go in groups at the end, like, I literally have the biggest smile on my face, because I'm just, like, watching, you know, my friends, my peers, acquaintances, new people in class, and I'm just, like, they're having so much fun, and they're, like, slaying the choreo, like, even if they mess something up, I'm, like, who cares, like, I never am, like, oh, how embarrassing, it's like, I have so much fun watching everyone else, exactly, and that's what class is for, if you do mess up the choreo, that's the time to do it, yeah, you know, you're gonna leave the room, and it doesn't matter anymore, it's, like, that's what the beauty of, like, a drop-in adult classes is, like, yeah, it is what it is. It's exercising your ability to, like, pick up different styles of choreography and, mm-hmm. like, retain that and, like, utilize your technique throughout it and also perform it in the studio so that when you get on stage, you're so used to executing mm-hmm. choreography and you're so comfortable picking a movement that, like, you can go slay it when you're performing, you know? Yeah. I mean, because that's the time that, like, not messing up matters more. Totally. Even if you do mess up, though, it's fine. It happens to everybody. But it's, yeah. like, you know. Um, Life goes on. Yeah. But I think... 
you know, kind of like the performance piece of it too. Like we're in a fortunate situation where, mm-hmm. you know, we've been in companies that we can perform as adults. Yeah. But it's even cool that like we had like an all levels yeah. show that we had the opportunity to be a part of and be in like multiple numbers and choreograph for it and choreograph yeah. for it. You know, it's like that is even a more unique opportunity that you like really do not see places. I know. And I feel like we're both very, you know, gracious and grateful and cognizant of the fact that we are in like a very rare space for mm-hmm. adults. Um, and I just like, couldn't, I like, I can't even express how thankful I am to just have like stumbled across it. And it's like, I'm just lucky that I live in a city that this exists in. Yeah. And now it's cool because, you know, like I choreographed a piece for that show. So did you for like just anyone to be in and, I don't know. It's like cool to now be like a little bit of a part of it. Like we're with us teaching adult classes. It's like, I can be part of creating that safe space for Mm -hmm. people. And I'm like, just so thankful that everyone can have this opportunity. Yeah. It's really cool. It's so special. I know we're very lucky. And I think we don't like, we don't let that get, we don't let ourselves get away from that. Like, I think we always come back to the fact that we are really fortunate and like, it wouldn't be possible without you know, like the support that we have at the studio and like the owner is amazing and has really like invited both of us Mm -hmm. in, in the last year to like, you know, work there and like have different opportunities. And I'm extremely grateful for that. Um, so it's just cool. It's like something that I guess I, I wanted for myself, but I didn't know was fully Mm -hmm. possible right away. And it kind of just worked out in the absolute best way. Like I couldn't imagine working out better. I feel so lucky all the time yeah. I don't know and I I hope that that never goes away because I just I just feel so lucky like, yeah I never ever ever dread coming here no you I know love it's it. like I love it I always want to be here I came here an hour early today yeah I'm here <laughs> like, like I'm just here <laughs> I literally have been here every day like this past week except like Thursday and I'm I like I love it I want to be here every day <laughs> I know I feel like I always need like two days at least away from the studio and it's not because I don't want to be at the studio it's because I'm like I need to like make dinner for the next three days and yeah. like meal prep and like go grocery shopping it's because yeah. I need to take care of like my personal life <laughs> yeah no 100 percent. but it's so fun and like obviously the severity to which our you know interest in taking back something from our childhoods and our college years like it's that's not going to be the case for everybody I think that's just like the way that we can talk about this um but it can be anything it could be like joining a rec soccer league and just like playing Mm -hmm. one game a week with your friends and like I know people who do that and they just like have beers before and then go play a soccer game I'm like that's so so fun fun. it's like literally anything if you want to start a book club like do that like start one with your random friends or coworkers, or just like find one like the power of the digital space too is like you could probably find, like, a virtual book club and, like, get on a Zoom meeting with random people in your area or, like, yeah. go meet up for cocktails or something and discuss a book. Like, there are just so many things that you can do. Even if you just want to start running again, like, start training for a 5K. Like, if you used to do cross-country as a kid, mm-hmm. like, there are so many opportunities that you can kind of take hold of. And, you know, I come from a family of people who can't let their childhood sports go, and my family always laughs about yeah. that. Like. Um, it must just be in my freaking DNA because yeah. my dad, um, for those of you who know my dad, he was a very, very talented and very good competitive swimmer growing up. Um, like could have gone to Canadian Olympic trials, could have been on the Olympic team, but, um, you know, was a sassy teen and was like, well, I know the kid who's going to be there and he'll beat me. So I'm not going, <laughs> which is like, like so teenage boy. You're like period. Okay. I know. Or maybe he was like 20, 21, but like he was that good. Like he could have been at least at Canadian Olympic trials. Like my dad could have had like a shot at Olympics. Um, 
but he now swims on like a master's team which is basically an adult swim team that's very good so he gets to practice with his friends and like that's where Mm -hmm. all of his friend group is and he also coaches swimming like he's done that for years um and he's done a combination of high school coaching club swimming like both he's you know he's super experienced and it's just something he loves and like that's not my dad's job it's just what he loves to do on the side when he's not working you know his you know career career position and then my sister the same thing she played volleyball and swam when we were younger and she you know got away from it for a bunch of years and she was coaching swimming for a while and then she just decided to make the switch back to coaching volleyball and she Mm -hmm. accepted a position as a volleyball coach for a club team and like I'm so excited for her because you know we just nobody in my family can get away from it we just we love it so and I think that's like where you can find such a source of joy and I don't know just something to do yeah I agree my brother and sister-in-law both play like on a volleyball league that's so fun and then like my sister obviously teaches Mm -hmm. dance and so it's like it definitely is just a beneficial thing to like continue to like carry out those hobbies so yeah and it's a good way to meet people if you're looking to meet new people new friends um I don't know it's just like a great way to be involved in your community and around people and all those things sorry my car like has a mind of its own and sometimes like the the sound system will just like decide to pop off have you ever seen it do that no okay yeah i heard the beep and i was like please that's funny but well i think yeah i think that covers it yeah i know that was like potentially preachy and was a lot about dance but i think the main thing is like Sometimes you just gotta go back. It could be something as simple as, like, you love playing freaking Pokemon games. Like, go Alex. Play, like, go play Pokemon games. That is his pride and joy. Like, when he's stressed, he's like, I'm playing a freaking Pokemon game on my old Nintendo DS, and, like, he feels better. Like, Look. you just gotta do what you want, yeah. you know? It doesn't matter what anyone thinks. We know we say that all the time, but it's true. Just yeah. do whatever you want to do. Do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. Slay. I love it. All right. <laughs> That was good. Yeah. We killed that. Um, Well, everyone have a good week. And your homework is to think about what you want to do in your life. Mm -hmm. Except for me. And I'm going to go hang out on the beach for a week and do nothing. Joanna's going on vacation. We're very excited. I'm so excited. Marissa's subbing my class on Tuesday. Slay girly. Thank you. We love it. Yeah. It's going to be good. That's all for now. We'll catch you next week. Okay. bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in to It's Not Easy Podcast. We post new episodes every Tuesday, so make sure you're following along. And please leave us a rating and share with your friends. Bye. Bye.